That's a fair price. Yeah. yeah, hell, you only good one. <laughs> you guys give up? Or are you thirsty for more? Well, I, I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. This is Jeremy. This is Dison. And Chris Charles Martins. All right. On this episode, I've got a special guest for you. I haven't been here for a bit, about a year. That's what Skype told me, at least. Uh, can't trust Skype. Can't trust Skynet. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> it's my cousin, Stevie, here. How are you? <laughs> I'm fabulous. How are you? Fantastic. I'm so glad you're here. And thank you for being here. Yes, you're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, Stevie. Very, yeah. Welcome. Very I'm in everything. Yes, <laughs> and that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> and and happy holidays, everybody. Uh, hope you guys are having a great time with fam, uh, friends, whatever, eating some food. Or the bad time you're drinking fucking shots outside, whatever. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is the last episode of the, se- of the Christmas season, and we're talking about a Thanksgiving movie <laughs> of <laughs> 1991's <laughs> Dutch. I'm so long. Let me go down and get him. I'm a communicator. I'm a breakthrough kind of guy. Your mom's on the phone. I don't have a mom. You may have a mom. I have a mother. They've only just met. I'm a friend of your mother's. I came to get you to bring you home. And already, they get along. Like family. I'm not going anywhere with you. Like to do for fun. Oh, you like to wiggle and grunt. Me too. So you and Doyle are getting along well. Ah, he's not a bad kid. We're getting along just great. Come on, give it to me, Pipsqueak. Ah, we're taking our time. We're seeing the country. And as Doyle himself said, nothing beats traveling the highways and byways. Okay, sugar, what'll it be? What won't make me vomit? <laughs> give me the keys. <laughs> This isn't working out. We're not masters of the highway. We were robbed by homebound hookers. Only because you fell asleep and I got excited. You did? I know where Dutch and Doyle are staying tonight. Knowing Doyle, it'll be first class. 20th Century Fox presents the story of a boy. I got a deck of racy playing cards. Who lost the child in himself. And the man helped him find it. Is that your most pathetic look? That's not going to get us a ride. This is pathetic. <laughs> Try it. See, I'm not such a bad guy, huh? Dutch. You're like a great big demented child. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, this does pass. I could see this passing as kind of a Christmas vibe, it too. I even though it was a lot of Thanksgiving happening there, we do get some snow, and I think that's our basis for a lot of these movies. Is it is, yes, it is. 
Yeah. Right? Because, like, we don't get snow at Thanksgiving. What is that? Right. <laughs> what is this white powder? It is cocaine from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have around here. Right in a movie, we see snow, we say go, dude. That's how it works. <laughs> well said. So, so let's get into this. So um, I'll start with my cousin first. Um, is this the first time seeing this or you've seen it before? Oh, I've never seen it before, no. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. So, like, your first, your first impressions about it. Well, I have to think that John Hughes, right? He's got a thing for redheads. He does. Yeah. That was my my first. <laughs> That's where I went first, but um, I mean, I'm not like I'm not a big Thanksgiving person, so it like it lacked snow for me, and I was just like, okay, so this is just like a this is like a family. This is a this is all of those movies that I watched as a kid where it's like one of the parents and the kids have to get along. Like everything that I've seen, like definitely like, of course a road trip kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. As it took me a minute to even recognize Ethan Embry and oh my God. God. Me too, man. It blew my mind. Can't hardly wait. You kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I got halfway through it. I was like, is that him? Holy shit. It's him. (laughs) The karate scene's the best. (laughs) (laughs) But it also blows my mind that like, he looks basically the same with like a beard now. Yeah, I, I didn't notice his boyish looks. It, like, yeah. yeah, like like Stevie's saying, I did not notice it, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's a guy who's obsessed with Chip Philip Hewitt and fucking yeah. can't hardly wait." Blew my mind. Yeah, can't hardly wait. Yeah. Uh, he like he played a little asshole very well. I wasn't actually expecting that because, like, right. I yeah, he was such a, a sweetie chasing after Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I'm like, oh. Oh, He's got this letter he wrote like four years ago. <laughs> Stalker. It's cute. <laughs> but, be, but in a different frame, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're right, CB. And like he's he's actually pretty good in this movie. I think he like, is, yeah. Kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. He plays I... a little shithead very well. And uh Tron, how about you? Is this your first time or you seen it before? Absolute first timer for me, dude. Uh, oh wow. And I love Ed O'Neill because I was raised by uh, married with children. children. Yeah, and also uh, uh, Fort Fairlane, boogie time, boogie time across the USA. Yeah, boogie time, boogie time. Yeah, (laughs) absolute fucking. uh, I totally picked up where this was going. I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't read a lick about it. I just went into it blind. And at the very start, it was ramping up, and I was like, "Honey, honey, here's gonna be." (laughs) <laughs> a road trip movie where are these yeah. gonna convert the kids to so break? I'm a, uh, and I was I I'm always a blue collar working class guy going to pick up my <laughs> wife's son from a piece of shit rich dad. You know, like it's so eighties. <laughs> the person I agree, you're right, the, the optics on it's fucking crazy because on paper he like kidnaps a child <laughs> and exposes him to porn and explosions <laughs> and prostitutes. <laughs> and there's not like Hell a whole <laughs> It doesn't look good, like if you look at the overall picture of it. But I understand what the story is trying to. But we grew up in this era. So yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, this tracks yeah. <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> and he's like, I know how to get this kid I kidnapped to like him. I'll show him porn. <laughs> it worked though. Yeah, yeah. and again, it we did. grew up in that era, and it would have worked on us too. So that's I'm kind, of tech- I'm kind of technically technically this dad in a way. So. <laughs> I mean, he's better than his own real dad in this movie. Good God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I guess that's the whole point. But yeah, man, like, the, and for me, this is the first time I've seen this since it came on streaming. I think I saw it when my uncle, William, had the VHS, VHS copy. But, dude, this, you know, last time I saw it was terrible quality. And this is way better than I remember. I thought I hated it back in the day. I, uh, I, I this was a movie that played on, like, um, Either Showtime, we get a free month, or HBO, we get a free month, or Comedy Central. I see this movie like a bunch of times, man, but I hadn't seen it in a long right. time. Huh. Um, and it's always one I've really loved. So it was cool to jump back into it just and watch it. Cause I love, I just love that Ed O'Neill is like the charming, like leading man. And it's just like Sorry, fantastic. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know, He's also like, a brutish dude who, like, you know, is, is, it doesn't I'm a working class blue collar, like yeah. One yeah. of drives a Lincoln Town Car. My dad used to own. It's like, oh man, just hit uh, me in the feels. I love it. No, it's a good Ford way. on them brakes. <laughs> yeah, those, the, those were yeah. tanks. Those things fucking turn like a boat. <laughs> yeah, my dad had a Crown Vic. I know. Compl- I'm picking up what you're putting down, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah, I think he uh, he portrays that role pretty well. Working class dude flipping the caviar off his cracker, and that kind of just represents him as a person, you know. Uh, right. And uh, it to tack onto what Stevie said, absolutely is fucking Doyle a hateable character in this fucking oh, movie. Oh god! And it's because I think this and this does exist in reality. These people do exist, and they eventually, I guess, become politicians. Uh, they must. That that is the trajectory for for this kind of person. Uh, to be yeah yeah and you just see how like entitled and fucking has no concept of what real life struggles are it's completely lost on hangs out in a gym like he's fucking ralph macho from the karate (laughs) kid to it like what the fuck man like jesus i love the guy he's like just keep being miserable (laughs) like damn Ah, that's rough man I, I love got that yeah. truck splash all over his face on that phone booth. I just felt like that really, <laughs> really it's satisfying. <laughs> Absolutely right. The next like few days or whatever, like he was just soaking in <laughs> <laughs> never dry, never dry. <laughs> you know, cleaned up after that, and it was just very satisfying. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, him leaving him on the side of the road and over jumping head, but oh my god, he's like, you throw that thing one more time. He fucking throws it, just fucking bells on him 50 miles from the hotel. It's like, man, that's such an old school thing to do. It's so probably old school, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, old, yeah. old school shit. I remember yeah. my dad told me that shit all the time, too. All right, yep. we're going to go. Oh, you don't oh, want to go? I'm just leaving here. I'm like, yep. what? Need to leave for like a long period of time. I'm sorry. Is there a back. problem? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just Terrifying. sort that for you real fucking fast. <laughs> yeah. Just need well, long enough to be wonder whether or not they're going to come back. That's that's like the, <laughs> the amount of time. And then they're going to give you another 15 to 20 minutes. Of oh, yeah. Just go catch a beer at the bar before they come back to pick you up. <laughs> no trade. Yeah, I, I believe I did one time to Bryce uh, at my uh, picking him up from uh, my mom's place. And I pulled that trick and my mom came up to me immediately and was like like listen your dad was full of shit <laughs> just pick up your son it doesn't mean anything it doesn't help anything at all just pick him up like, and that I, in, in and of itself is very enlightening it's like fuck it was that's me as an adult years later shit <laughs> i don't know fuck <laughs> well he spent the entire next scene just looking out the window every five seconds like oh god right. <laughs> I mean, like a point was made very clearly. <laughs> Let's go buy fireworks. No. <laughs> and I do well, love that scene. They buy fireworks. It's great. But then he had like he he pulled that, and like I applaud him for it. But then he had, oh my god, the massive brain fart to give his car keys to the kid to get. Yeah, some- yeah, that was. <laughs> That had to have been just John Hughes fucking with his main character. <laughs> we mentioned it before, but John Hughes wrote this thing. And we forget. I mean, if no one really has ever done any kind of research on John Hughes and how he used to write, the man used to write shit like in a weekend. And then he pump it out. the 80s, too. Like, oh, my he God. He did. Yeah. But, I mean, but he would pump out these. He, he pumped out classics, but like he would pump them out like a couple of days. Yep. And for some Cocaine weird binge. reason. Well, you've, have you ever seen him in like on video? But yeah, he has a lot of cocaine yep. happening. Very <laughs> dilated pupils. Yeah, and huge <laughs> fucking glasses. But um, but uh, he um, uh, uh, he would pump these things out. And I mean, like this King is King. for some reason this one's like the most forgettable one, I guess. Because I'm looking this up, and for some movie, reason this tanked. It did it not do bombed well. hard. This movie was yeah, made was... for seventeen million dollars. It made a million dollars. Oh, nothing. God damn. Uh, and then Roger like, Ebert didn't help because Roger Ebert bashed. Uh, he bashed uh, Plane Trains and Automobiles, which I love. Great movie. Uh, but um, but he, he was just like these people. They're not real people. Like he, you know, his own way. He gives like a star and a half or half a star or some shit like that. He's a he's an asshole. The rich man Roger Ebert. These are not he's, real people. <laughs> he's the yeah, like, guy again. Do not forget, people here in the audience. When we covered the Edge back in the day last Christmas. He's the guy who gave he gave a a, a star bump off of almost a four star because the first credit went to the fucking bear. Oh, fuck right. this guy. He's an asshole. Like, but, but, yeah. The main character? I'm sorry, bitch. That's how it I, should go. Man, <laughs> the bear is amazing. He should have got that star, man. Give him the star. Come on. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but this is it's, a, it's an interesting. This is an interesting. The guy who directed this. Did you guys know the guy who directed this? Directed fucking Crocodile Dundee? Uh, that, just, that warms my heart, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh. 
I fucking love that first movie too. The whole ending yeah. scene where he's walking on top of the crowds like this is there's literally a platform he's walking on. They're making it look like their hands holding him up. But man, it's so great. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Deviation done. <laughs> His name is Peter Leonard Fairman. Feyman. And did you guys know this? This makes a lot of sense because he's an he's an Australian man. Uh, oh, he worked a lot. <laughs> Oi, uh, he worked. He worked a lot with uh, Rupert Murdoch. Hmm. With who? Rupert Murdoch, man, Fox, the Fox man that himself. Piece of shit, yeah. <laughs> the very same, yeah. Crazy. That's, him. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Very interesting. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. Like this guy, I didn't, know, I didn't know this even existed, but like there was a Paul, like a Paul Hogan show in Australia huh. that he also directed, like three episodes of. And I'm like, is Paul yeah, Hogan that? The fr- yeah, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just like, is Paul Hogan that like? Uh, wholesome or I mean what did he mean to Australia at the time like he had a show crazy apparently he coined the phrase shrimp on a barbie because they would call it prawn on a barbie wow. in Australia yeah okay wow. okay I saw some of that bleed like, over fuck to it. Dumb and Dumber so that's great here's a prawn here's a knife here's a knife the Paul Hogan show the Paul Hogan show was they're doing in Australian uh, the Paul Hogan show ran from 78 to 84 that's a long time for mm. a Paul Hogan show. Like, what, what's it look like? <laughs> I fucking want to. Let me fucking pirate this shit. I'm watching all all the day long. Dude, I love Paul Hogan, man. Was it a reality or was it like a scripted? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, uh, it looks I, like a sketch I don't know, show. But I'm going to sketches with him playing yeah. himself as Hogs. Uh, what the here's hell, a knife dude. here's a bowie knife this is a <laughs> real knife <laughs> dude in australia was just like yeah 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 this is what we want well, and let's oh, do uh twice i'm sorry for every australian person out there i have terrible accents i'm sorry i'm an american it's all we got keep them coming buddy <laughs> no oh god i can't we also got to mention that Joe Beth Williams is the mom. Uh, Joe Beth Williams oh is, a, is an amazing, per, amazing actress, beautiful Texas woman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great, obviously the great mom and poltergeist. Uh, I'll, I'll, I found this kind of odd. Uh, Joe Beth Williams is a blonde woman, um, and they mm-hmm. color her hair red for this, and she they try to make her look so much like the mom from Home Alone in this. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of odd, but <laughs> you know what? that's probably spot on with that. That was literally a couple of years later in that movie yeah. made like four hundred million. So yeah. Well, this is nineteen ninety one. So Home Alone already came out. So because there's a, there's oh, a, there's a that's there's what a I'm line. saying. Yeah, they modeled that. You're right. They modeled oh, right, that right. after. Her. Yeah, no, no doubt. Kind of right. Right. Well, Which is that last where um, mom and son like rush into each other's arms. It's like, well, that's Home Alone. That's Home Alone right. all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. True. It's true. it's almost a reverse kind of plot. It's the stepdad going to <laughs> yeah. save the son. Oh, oh my god! It's just yeah. her. Yeah. Trying to get a, a van with some boys from Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah. John Candy, rest in peace, I love you, man. But yeah. that, like, the polka band, it's yeah. almost the, like you're saying, Steve, it's almost the same thing in reverse, really. Yeah. Mm. Fucking weird. I like it. So, okay. So then, does that make Ed O'Neill and Joe Pesci reverse characters? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I would say, Ed o- I mean, honestly, fuck. He's well, someone's trying Marvin Harry put right. together. He is Marvin Harry put together. Yeah. No, you're right. Steve, you're right. <laughs> Literally, He's got the hairstyle Ed, of Marvin Harry put together for sure. Ed O'Neill basically. In this one, he sets the traps Ed O'Neill on should himself. Should have had a fucking gold tooth in this fucking movie. It makes total sense. The way he oh, and good tooth. Yeah. Like good tooth. Yeah. Well, he, didn't he have like a gold ring though? That it was gold ring. Ring. You're gold right. ring. You're right. You are right. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. Damn. Damn, it's so. It, and I get it. guys, guys, remember that line when the uh, the, the ladies leave the, they leave him at the truck stop when he gets his wallet taken. He's like, "Hey, Ed O'Neill's like, hey, your your dirty angels with wings. They left us here. That's a total reference to fucking uh, Home Alone with a video that he watched. Angels the whole like, like I'll give you a count to three, Slim, to get out of here with you. No good, you know, whatever. You know, oh, yeah, it's the same You're fucking movie. Thankfully, in charge no more. Yeah, <laughs> movie he's watching okay, called well, Angel, Dirty Six. Angels with Wings. I mean, it's like yeah, an Angels old, with Filthy Souls. Yeah. With filthy <laughs> souls. Yeah, it's angels it. With yeah, yeah. Yes. Part yeah, two yeah. yeah, I agree. It's, it's got to be the same with John Hughes, man. All these things are tied together. And when you look at him in the context of the 80s, I love how the guy shaped movies so much, man. He Even did. with yeah. things like this that were kind of unrecognized, or at least just not as popular as all of his rest. But goddamn, 
That guy knocked it out of the fucking park. He either did all the fucking cocaine and just wrote the 80s like it was nothing. Like straight Stephen King style. Fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Thick yeah. glasses and cocaine will get you right through those 80s, dude. His whole eyes. <laughs> and that's not a good example, kids. Just so you know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. There's a scene, too, at that truck stop where... Uh, or when they get on the bus to me, and they're like the gangsters that are supposed to be gangsters on the bus just look like two regular people. It's just like just two regular out. college kids just chilling. <laughs> and it's just like the, these are the real gangsters. And if you ever noticed, and, and Jazz hit me with this, the shoes that they the Michael Jackson shoes they swap them out with, when he goes into the bathroom and sees that trucker like doing the French bath, the horse bath in the in the right, you know, yeah, right. He's yeah. wearing the same exact shoes as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in parallels, man. <laughs> it's very much the a very much like me and you. We're the same here, even though you looked over at me, grossed out. It's like those shoes, man. You got good stuff. Oh style. man, <laughs> take a look at my life. <laughs> <laughs> take a look at my glove, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Armpits, man. So right though. So oh, right. dude. It was no. like a gradual descent into hell for that kid. It was just every. <laughs> <laughs> right, like in further into the ring because he's already a shithead. Yeah, he totally brought it on himself. The second but that he kicked over that fault. trash can, all he had is shit. Like his dad didn't give a fuck about him. Like it's it's kind of it's very sad actually. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a product of his environment, but there's that can that can go any way, can it? Like at his age, there's that can veer either way. Uh, sure, sure it's course. you got there's I don't know the age that you're supposed to take responsibility, but kicking over a janitor's trash can. I lose all sympathy for Dude, you. Dude, that, that shit moment. pissed me. I got like visibly like angry. I was like, oh no, yeah. oh no, no, no. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That that man does so much for you every fucking day, and you don't give him an ounce of recognition. Like that man, that pissed me off. So I, I was like hoping it. Ed O'Neill will plant his ring into that kid's forehead. <laughs> yeah, I saw right. that scene. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Uh... It's a well, I mean, missile it's, twister. We, that we one. just kind of even start off like that whole opening, the opening scene with like Gilbeth Williams and the other rich uh, white uh, wives. Oh, dude. oh my she, god! She's like I love so how she blunt says, and open. You. Like, like, well, I, well, I was really I was like ten years younger, and this guy fuck we fucked, and then <laughs> I had a baby, and then she he he just basically sued me for everything. I have no money. It's just like, whoa, what the what the fuck? Like, and I love it. That that dude that that made her the most attractive woman on the planet to me. Yeah. Fuck Fuck you to your fucking face, you judgmental pieces of shit. You know why I'm here. You asking these questions just to make me look like shit. You know right. what? I'm going to call it out and make you look like a piece of shit. But they can't understand because they're rich fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Narcissism <laughs> is just like the way to go. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's what but made Dutch's entrance. Beth that Williams is great in that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Dutch's entrance was that much better as a fucking kicking a dog, basically. <laughs> the dog? <laughs> breaking through a door kind of shit. And that's yeah, a classic John, John Hughes move, dude, that dog. <laughs> yeah. Fighting yeah. thing. Piece of shit, small dog. He must have had yippy dogs around him in life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn <life>. Pomeranians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love when he says, like, uh, if you if you like hurt her, I'll I'll hit you so hard, I'll make your dog bleed or some shit like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to say, but I was like, that's pretty cool, I guess. I <laughs> but know. I believe him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right, Ted Bundy, I get it. Later, Ted Bundy, I forget. He was talking to Doyle and he said something about like how he didn't care what happened to Kenny. He's like, you could live, you could die, or you could have mushrooms growing from your crack. I don't care. And I was like, oh? <laughs> that's a bold what statement. That's a Right? I mean, he, he established that from the start. Balls. He told him to make a turkey sandwich and hang yourself in the toilet at the very start of the movie. Oh, my God. The 80s were a different time, man. They yeah. really were. Oh also, God. it's like in fucking Home Alone 1 or 2 where they go to the window. He's like, "What do you? where do you think he went? He's like, do you think he killed himself? It's like, fuck. It's a movie from the 90s. What the shit? Hilarious. Does, does Ethan Embry look in this movie? I'm talking about this movie specifically. It's Ethan Embry look like uh, what's his name from Oingo Boingo, the, the lead singer of oh, Daniel. Daniel oh, to me, to me, he looks like myself and every stupid kid in the '90s with that damn fucking that fucking butt haircut, cut, bowl cut shit. Uh, swear to God, I, I could send y'all a picture of our seventh grade football photo right now, and I swear to God, ninety percent of all mm -hmm. these kids have that same fucking haircut. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Boy, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. Funny joke. Bad joke. 
Yeah, dude, uh, that, we, that fucking curl at the top. It looked like a mustache that just kept layering behind itself. It was so That's rough, why Shea Bad now is hiding the inevitable. <laughs> it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a crustacean or some shit, right? The shell, like, this kind of, like, forms itself back and back. Yeah. Like, mm, gross. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how much Dutch spirals with this kid throughout the fucking ride, too. It's like he, sit, he hits so many lows, dude, like him kicking in the air and then losing his step and his fucking <laughs> shoe landing on his head and he's splitting his pants. It's just like, but in that moment, it didn't even seem like it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be almost depressing in a way. Cause the way well, he it is, I found it very, just... like, I found it very like upsetting. I was like, damn, it's like, there's no it sound was. or music. It's just like, no. fuck. like yeah, damn, the way dude. they framed it was so fucking weird. It was like, there was no, ah, oh, man, it was strange. Yeah. You just felt Means bad for him. Yeah. And then they, 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 they do a scene. This kid, like he, his dad raised him. Yeah. No doubt. Right. Uh, there's a it's a crazy scene here where like when Ed, uh, Ed O'Neill like leaves um, uh, Doyle behind and he's gonna walk. No. And and there's like a, like a there's like a, a classic like uh, that classic Jaws scene where like the camera comes in on Brody who's on the beach and the foreground comes up. He's like he but uh, 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 Doyle's in the um, uh, in the phone booth trying to call his mom and he's crying. Oh, yeah. It's like this long scene where like cars are splashing like water on top of the phone booth and shit. <laughs> and it's super depressing. It's just like, what? Like, what am I supposed to feel? Why here? am I so sad? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, and you get the man. beautiful Damn. wife with that gorgeous red hair. She's so, I love, I love yeah. Jeff Williams in this movie. But then yeah, like she... everything else is the antithesis of that, you know, like cold like just he tries to call her and he gets no answer whatsoever well he's not he didn't say anything to her he just called her and just like just he stays quiet oh did he just hang up my bad yeah he, he just up hangs her. up yeah i can't say shit right he's just uh yeah he's too proud. i guess he's doesn't proud. Want, i'm yeah, just gonna walk in the snow <laughs> compared to the guardian you fucking left to pick me up <laughs> <laughs> there, i think that was a pride turn right What's the pride up, turn was, oh yeah go ahead stevie uh I don't know when it happened, but at some point, like, I went from, like, hating this kid and, like, really wanting to watch a full grown adult kick his ass. been approached by a therapist yet. How? I agree. There was, like, one scene where I was just waiting for... Like there was a lot of eye contact and a lot of like <laughs> a lot of eye movements and it was like no one was saying anything for a while and they were just looking at each other and I'm like, is this the moment where it turns into like real depressing therapy and <laughs> all of the or would just men act like men? Yeah. Yeah, they, they were definitely like, let's not allow any room for feelings in this movie. This is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no space for it. It was everything had to be cut with like a humorous scene or some, yeah, some act of hatred or someone getting punched or, or just yeah. <laughs> something happening. Like, or giving you a, a car kid. to a twelve-year-old at, at, at ice. Your dad hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it is just, like John Hughes. We're, 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 we're we are going through this with John Hughes. Like, like he's going through his childhood and. He's writing it, and we're living it with him. He's doing this kind of shit. I mean, as a kid, he he wanted this to happen, and we're seeing it on screen. <laughs> For shit, was this decades. his trajectory when he was a kid? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh. I think John Hughes was a a a a, a, a child, a lonely child that there was only one kid in the house, uh, and this is this is how his life was, or how he wanted his life to be. I mean, or you know. maybe that motherfucker just latched on to the 80s. Sometimes you get maybe, such I a good know. line maybe. of cocaine. It's like, man, I see everything. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> terrible joke. I mean, the, 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 to I, envision. I, 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 I can find the 80s. Everybody you envision to drive, you drive a car yourself at the age. I get it. Um, he also gets like T-bone fucking heart. He should be dead, smashed into bits like mm -hmm. Play-Doh or some shit. He's now he's alive. Like, like he's, he's, he's fucking around. He's insane, yeah. But like all this stuff, like everything that John Hughes does, like who is what he's written and directed, it's just like it feels like he's a very lonely child at some point. <laughs> and this is he's getting all right. out right now. We're just living with him. So I mean, Kevin McAllister is like the biggest part of that. Like Kevin McAllister is him <laughs> for sure. <laughs> as a as an age. 
Yeah, no Apparently, he, he did not give interviews a lot. He just kind of shunned the media. And honestly, if I was that popular and that famous, that's the way I'd want to fucking play it. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I am not special. Whatever it is I do that people find popular, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. And you, I also know John, John Hughes is a hardcore chain smoker, too, for like a long time. So every, every oh, interview, yeah. if you interview, you see him in, he's just smoking constantly the whole time. <laughs> right. 80s. Also, one of the uh, the truck driver that T bones the car that fucks up everything, uh, he's in Terminator Two, I believe. He's one of the guys in the bar. He's one of the biker guys. He was buzzing oh, no home alone, I believe. <laughs> I'm really? Oh. Kidding. No, I'm totally fucking kidding. Please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> trying to make up connections to the movie. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> one of my favorite connections in this movie is is a Pee Wee connection, and it's uh it's Dottie. Donnie's in here. Um, oh, who is she? What's her name? Uh, yeah, Elizabeth E.G. Daly. Um, she's one of the girls that picks them up. She's like the main girl who drives the car. That's Donnie. Oh, the missile twister. Oh, right yeah, and I was like, yes. oh, Donnie's in this movie. She's a, I'm a fucking rebel, man. Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, Dottie that. hitting Dottie hitting Dutch in the mouth with lotion, man. That fucking that ticket <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> fucking direct. You suck my battleship. <laughs> that was definitely like the hitbox of the boss. You know from that. Yeah. You really wanted that ring. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, like girl, I'm sure that's it's it's fake. Don't even. It's got to be fake. Of yeah. course it is. That thing is brass He's all day long. He's a blue long. collar guy. He's got a blue collar ring. It's just there for punching people. You're already trying to rip off <laughs> punching and his people. Kid, so to speak. Like, come on. This is my punching <laughs> ring. Yeah, for sure. That's what that. Yeah, is. terrible thieves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the way he just keeps like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like he's tasting shit. Oh, that would suck so bad because he slept like, for like another solid six hours with lotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and poor whole dude is trying to get the fucking first base in the back seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mouth and throat are so lubricated right now. <laughs> what is going on? Most houses in Huntsville look just like the house. That, well, it's not even a house. It's like, it's like a, well, a quote-unquote motel, whatever they stay in uh, after he drops off uh, Doyle. That house, man, I look at it, I'm like, man, I lived in a house like that in Huntsville. It looks just like it. It's not split in part like that, but it looks from 1930, 38, wherever it was made. Wow. It looks just like it. it looks so cold, so band-aid. There's band-aids that just keep in the duct tape. Uh oh. I mean, like the, the duck, duck tape, like tape used for like duck, the, that metal tape, like it's all like it's keeping it together, man. Yeah, the bird shit's holding it together, pretty much for sure. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it feels very lived in, and I I really appreciate that very much. Yeah, man, I I totally get that. Uh, I'm still I'm still kind of pissed at Dutch that he was in the car with two prostitutes, and his whole shtick is that how street smart he is and how he knows to get by. They tell him that they're both prostitutes. And then he dies, decides to like become the most vulnerable he ever is and goes to sleep, leaving his fucking wallet hang, dangling out of his coat in a long drive. And it's just like you, to me, that was like, then no, you're not also not street smart. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you could just be just the antithesis of like normal smart. <laughs> Palooka, man. A fucking that's Palooka, a man. fucking small spectrum in the States. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's the thing where when you have to repeat so many times uh, what you call a fact, it's really just you re reassuring yourself. So, like yourself, yeah, <laughs> yeah. self-delusion. Everyone, hey, I'm really intelligent. Right. Bullshit. Right. Yeah. I got my education in the streets of the hard knocks. Exactly. And it's like, but also the hard knocks of the streets will knock me over any time there's a whisper. <laughs> my, yeah. The kid, the kid like, knocks him out in the hotel room. I mean, they punch yes. him out. <laughs> oh, the whole scene is ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Street smarts is not throwing your keys to a kid that's extremely pissed <laughs> off and vindictive. And like five and, seconds later, five seconds later, going like, "Oh my god, what the fuck did yeah, I just do?" Very much. Oh, come on, man. These are the but, I mean, hey, listen, it's you all everything me. is, and everything is better at the end when he's like, yeah. but I got, oh, it's horny. He's like, yeah? He's like, yeah, it's horny. He's like, 
All right, give me a high five, man. High five, dude. Yeah, this the, this kidnapping's right. going great. <laughs> You're horny now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Uh, weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that scene in the in the fucking in the in the homeless house to me was one of the the sound that his bed makes when it collapses. <laughs> it goes off like a gunshot in that fucking room, dude. It's so loud. <laughs> My first thought was like that would totally be me. Like I would be that asshole that just can't get their bed together. Yes. Oh, me too, man. Me too. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Oh my god, that's. that's But that that scene is also that scene is also (laughs) odd because like 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 it's just like this sort of um, (laughs) yeah. (sighs) This is the thing. This is a true thing in movies. uh, But like this sort of like the the magical black person. Oh, they always do this. It's in here. And it's really kind of like it, it kind of like it's just hurt watching it because it's like it's super obvious. And then like yeah, to have them drive them home and then like not invite them in for Thanksgiving. It was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like it was a very ham handed like, hey, look, <laughs> black people can be good, too. And it's like, <laughs> what? Have you ever yeah. experienced life? Like, yeah, of course. Like, why, why is this a thing that's ham handed? And it's always Dude, the eighties and nineties were insane <clears throat> with oh, this. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fucking good, Reagan, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Yeah, Reagan. Yeah, yeah Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I said nothing about nothing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that scene. Yeah, that kind of drove me nuts too. It's just, but it's, then you know that's that needed to happen for there to be a person to carry them on to the next step to get them home. Basically, sure. And I will say the acting is fantastic in that scene. It's really good. It's really well done. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really well directed. But it's again, it's just like I mean. It can just be Ed O'Neill and Ian Embry. It'll be fine. The fact, the find that the fact that we have to have like this mag- sort of magical person that comes in and goes like, "Listen, you know, I have a, you know, we we're, we're here too. You know, uh, we were born, we were born poor. We didn't, we weren't always like this. And you want you, you this kind of depends on how the life deals the dice. It, it don't have to ha- it doesn't have to happen. Like the fact that. He gets home and like can say I love you to his mom. That that's enough, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, and basically neglect or deny his father, who's a piece of shit, shooter. And be like, <laughs> yeah, this is good enough. But like like yeah, the, have, the fact they have that in there, it's like well, you see it in Home Alone with the old man who shovels. Like that's cool. It's it, it works perfectly. But like this mm. is so obvious. It's like oh man, it hurts my brain a little bit. I'm like fuck, I don't know, mm. weird. Yeah, it seemed out of place, but they definitely use it as like a vehicle to uh, not only just get him to the next place, but also to establish that Dutch was now in a position to be closer to him than his father is. And now he calls him dad, which is that moved Strange. fast. Yeah, that moved really yeah. fast and weird. It's like, but also his dad's a piece of shit. So, you know, that kind of all right, ties yeah, it together. Right. But yeah, maybe he just didn't realize it till that moment. I don't think he ever. He doesn't. He. I don't think his father ever. Well, I don't think Shooter ever realizes it ever. He, this is a continuous piece of shit the whole time. Uh, oh, yeah. until, up until the point where Ed O'Neill basically lobotomizes him with a fucking pinky <laughs> ring, and he, becomes, he restarts in his brain. He's like, oh yeah, like it's like it's insane. Like that's totally fine. Yeah, okay, he's a new person now. Okay, there you go. How would the, how would that not? like result in the largest lawsuit and then he like is in yeah or an assault and then he goes to prison and he wins over the love of his kid again there needs to be a sequel dude like this shooter needs to come back and how would that <laughs> be I mean, how would a dutch sequel be that's incredible that would be incredible oh you insane <laughs> hopefully it happens during christmas this time we can talk about it next year <laughs> it's called fudge <laughs> i mean people love nostalgia so we could probably get this back i don't know it's called home alone yeah, six probably. dude and we fucking go <laughs> Christ. There was a Home Alone 6 already, so. No, there yeah. wasn't. How many right. are there? Yeah. There Jesus. was. Six. Definitely. Hopefully just six. <laughs> Home Alone 6. Six. Oh, oh, six dude. Oh, Watching those other ones with Macaulay Culkin in them, but there's... They just keep making that. Yeah, mm, it was supposed to be a, sh- a TV show, but uh, it failed, so. I'm oh, sure. six. Home Sweet Macaulay Home Alone. Cul- yeah, it's a, that's brutal, man. Yeah, don't watch that. I watched it. Ew. It's it's yikes. Biff, a uh, Biff is it? Not Biff. What's a Butch? Butch is in it. Uh, for a paycheck, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Bears Buzz. Himself. Buzz, that's it. Buzz, yeah. Oh, nice, dude. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Woof. <laughs> the best line ever. Producer's <laughs> actual son. They didn't want to actually put a uh, uh, girl to that 
Thanks. role and like have her have haunted <laughs> memories the rest of her life. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> so I love that they, they yeah, got they got cool. one of the producer's son and dressed him as a girl. Yeah, Throw a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the, the the father and mother look exactly the same as uh, Catherine. I forget her last name and then other uh, okay. the father. Uh, but yeah, it's very bizarre, very strange. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, like this, this, the whole like uh, sort of like sitting in the snow to sort of like, uh, what's the word um, to sort of get on the bus and the, sort of what's the word like you put your thumb out and shit. I forget. I forget it's, it's hitchhiking. Yeah, hitchhiking. Like it's a it's a interesting scene, especially on the bus where like his like his royalty quote unquote comes up and he's like a complete and total asshole. Cause the dudes like listen to some music and they're both like enjoying it. It's not that loud. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that like Ed O'Neill just loves the fact this kid gets shit on the entire time. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I mean, I like, I'm digging it too, but like, it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre. Like I don't, I've never seen a movie like this in like probably in a, quite a long time. Cause, because, they don't make them like this anymore. Like the the, the fact that these guys steal this kid's shoes and like gives him his old <laughs> shoes. It's pretty like it's kind of yeah. heartwarming a little bit in a way. <laughs> like like there needs to be movies like this. Like we could do this to kids in a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we definitely can't anymore, my dude. No, sir, we cannot. Uh, yeah. This this lands so many crimes that have been committed in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I was a six year old when I watched The Land Before Time. <laughs> they hate us all. <laughs> I mean, I, I still told, I told my kid like, like I told my kid like, the shoes are gonna last you for the rest. They're gonna, they're gonna last you for a couple of years. And he's like, Yo, Dad, this hundred and twenty dollar pair of shoes I got me. Um, after like uh, six months, I'm already growing out of them. Like, you're gonna live in those shoes for another three years. They will become flip flops. <laughs> yes, exactly. You'll put duct tape over the foothold the, where your big toe comes out. Put some duct tape on them, bud, because like I can't afford this. It's just, or it's gonna be Walmart shoes from now on. He's like, I but he's like, kill kids now. It's like, like I gotta be like, well, I guess it's always been that way. But like, I gotta be up to date with all the other shoes. And I'm like, why is the shoes a big thing? But I guess that's always been a big thing, even since I was in high school. Not shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just. Or you yeah. Well, I said if it's not shoes, it's something else. Because I remember the Jinkos being. Oh, oh yeah, God. the Jinkos were a big I thing. Yeah, had yeah. pairs I loved. I get Jinkos. Oh, oh dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, yes, dude, you can <laughs> shop with so much shit. Mike and the Jinkos so oh, bad right you're now. So right, Stevie. I had the fuck. Oh my God, the the full black with like the whole green and blue logo down the back. Did I, you have the aces, really, aces spades, or did you have the the dice? <laughs> no, I, I went for like the more psychedelic look because, of course, right after that, it started smoking weed. Yeah, I had a very <laughs> much uh, knockoff Sorry. pair that had a kangaroo on them, and I would still the back pockets were so big, I would still <laughs> movie posters and fucking car posters. Call them Jinkaroo. Oh, dude, yes. There's so much room to fucking just grab shit from stores and just walk it. It was amazing. Can't go wrong. No, it was so good. Can't go <laughs> Can't go no, Can't go Mike. <laughs> God, imagine what our fathers are just like. Oh, God. Really? Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that at all yeah. because yeah. it's so true. God, I can just imagine my son wearing that and just being like, you piece of shit. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I understand why now. I understand what well, happens. Like, even like the, 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 youth. the 80s with the fucking. You know, like you're jogging everywhere with all the high fucking bright colors. <laughs> you know I mean, it's oh like, yeah, dude. Goddamn, I smoke this cigarette. I'm gonna fucking jog a mile and then die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> so I to, uh, for some reason, I thought uh, for the longest time, so I rewatched this the other day. Um, I thought Dutch was the name of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> so watching it now, like, oh, oh so uh, Ed O'Neill's a Dutch. Okay, that makes that that makes sense, I guess. So I yeah. love that name, Dutch. That's a great name. I don't know, it just clicks. And his you first name Red is Dead Redemption. What? That's what What's it his was. First, is it Dutch? His first name is Dutch. What's his last name? Doyle or Dossel? Uh, uh, Dooley. Dooley. Dutch really? Dooley. What a great name. Dutch Dooley. Yeah, yeah Dutch, Dutch Dooley. Dooley. I swear to God, that's a real <laughs> thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just 
when I hear Dutch, I think of a Dutch oven. So I can't, I, like, this whole movie is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy the symbolism of that, at the start of the movie, he cooks in a Dutch oven. So there is that. Maybe that's where oh. he gets his nickname from. <laughs> he just cut up a chicken and throw yeah, it in the Dutch oven. So. In the, the whole movie was a little bit tainted for me. Fair enough. <laughs> that's the, the only worst way to start. <laughs> Dutch dually oven. <laughs> written by John Hughes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Christopher McDonald's name is Reed Standish. Now, Reed Standish sounds like a fucking hoity toity white collar fucking prick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Corporate yeah. office. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Shooter. <laughs> Speaking of Shooter, oh. him holding his, uh, him holding, uh, what's his face? Uh, Doyle accountable for getting shot in the ass throughout the entire movie to me is just <laughs> ah yes and and you know what's coming every single I time like it, too yeah. that he wasn't going to let down on that inevitable. yeah amazing well, I love you though because he the kid kept beating him up or things kept like kicking him down so he's like well I have to get one win in here I have to shoot somebody oh, yeah the kid was a piece of shit I get it <laughs> added to the charges and then I shot the kid in his ass <laughs> don't listen to me FBI agent. They're all looking, and then they're laughing, but then they're serious again, and it's back and forth. I'm like, oh my god, just shoot him already. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> just, imagine what was going through his mom's head, seeing her, like, fiancé <laughs> or her boyfriend pulling a gun on her child at the <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner table, like, as the turkey just arrives. Ah, now's the perfect time. <laughs> no, it can't wait. Go on, then. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my god. Pretty solid. <sighs> I thought I this I I enjoyed it honestly overall it was like yeah there's some good laughs in there I like Ed O'Neill uh, I enjoyed it and I I don't know if all of the bombing in the box office was due to uh, I don't know if you can completely b- blame it on Ebert can you shit that guy used to be king didn't he Siskel and Ebert were like they they made the rules. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess people would just straight up be like, oh, in the paper it says I shall not go see this movie because it was so deemed by one of these two people. And that's all I need to know to not go. <laughs> I feel like that's always the problem with the critics, too. It's like, like, OK, that's your opinion. And maybe you're right half the time. But come on now. Everything's subjective. Oh, boy. Especially film. All art is subjective, really. Right? It's crazy to be like, yeah, this this thing's a piece of shit because a bear was fucking credited first. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is fucking yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, Steve. I think you got a good point there. They kind of dictated what the market was going to do. Of course. Mm. Well, it's a bummer. It took a fucking hit because that means we're not going to get the sequel we all wanted. <laughs> Even though it's been fucking 32 years Hollywood later. Like- Love and Dutch. Love. Yeah. Hollywood's just like really. Re- I mean, they just made a sequel to Hocus Pocus like 20 years. It later. is awful. Damn, that's true. That they did make a yeah, and they're making sequels of all old movies right now. They did that Dumb and Dumber, they did fucking oh, uh, Dumb and Dumber Super is Troopers, a the second one. They like all these comedies and movies are getting, uh, you know, coming to America. Like literally rips my heart apart Beverly because I know Beverly Hills Cop Four is gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it. hooking up with the next man. You just you know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking <laughs> a shittier version of what it was. On, on. I know this is wrong. I know it's gonna feel good just in the moment, but yeah. it's gonna be awful. I'm gonna regardless. walk away feeling like a dipshit. What am this I is, doing? This is interesting. I, I was I was watching an episode of uh, Red Letter Media today, and Rich on there, he he made a good point. He's just like, why can't we just let our childhood die? You can't let it die. Like it has it's to a bold keep statement. going. It has to keep well, they're going to kill it for going. us. That's that's why <laughs> right. because it's there's so a, many well, there's yeah. so many man children that are out there right now. They need their childhood killed. That's and exactly so, what he says too. <laughs> yes, and they're doing it for like, us by completely burying them with these fucking terrible remakes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I, you know, I'll be the first one. I'm sure we we mentioned a little bit on our, our uh, Indiana Jones five episode, but like like, like listen. I never need another another Indiana Jones movie. I was good with Crusade, like a long time ago. Then Kingdom's Crystal yeah. Skull came out. I was like, oh well, they're both back, and everybody's back. I go basically go see it. It sucks. And then you know, uh, this part five comes out. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna see it again for Captain sure. Captain Kennedy. I kind of needed that though. Kind of, kind of. That was a that. that was a sort of closing there, chapter. There is some closure there. Yeah, yeah. there was some closure there. 
But like, like yeah. I was watching. Um, uh, it was bittersweet, but that's the point. Yeah. Of course, but uh, Stevie, I, I I just picked up uh, last weekend uh, Point Break on 4K, <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I can agree for most of us here. Point Break's a great fucking awesome action movie. Uh, but you gotta go down. I remember man. for the longest time they were like talking about a sequel. And have everybody back in it, like, oh, like, like I, I, that went through like the echelons of studios. You're right, exactly. Uh, really Bro- like Bodie wasn't supposed to die; he was just supposed to get washed up in the waves oh, and like down the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what they were gonna do. Yeah, that they were gonna do. Yeah. Ruined yeah. all the point of the end of the movie, dude. Exactly. The Neo they, comes back. And he's like, "Fuck! It's all the Matrix." <laughs> 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 and like, it'd be, it'd be so, so strange. Like, see, like, uh, see, like, um. Uh, Johnny Utah with this fucking girlfriend now with Tank Girl, like they have kids and shit. Johnny but shows their grandparents now, like like, and then like Bodie shows back up, like becomes the dead president again. Like what? It just makes like those. It. I'm glad it never happened. It was I mean, like it just happened. as bad as the fucking remake was. Oh, that remake! Was, I got 15 it minutes. Sounds in as bad as the remake ended up being. Right, right. Uh, yeah, this this kind of stuff it just never but i will say i mean in a weird way like dutch sequel would be pretty interesting i would watch it i'll tell you I'll, for fucking sure i'd watch it <laughs> just to see ed o'neill get sh- like get a load in his mouth again from lotion would be hilarious <laughs> i'll never understand how no one wakes up from that what the fuck yeah, dude? it's insane like, dude Jesus christ i've been utterly exhausted Exhausted to my tenth degree and like yeah, I'd be up in a heartbeat and punching. Never mind. <laughs> but I'd be handling shit. What the fuck? Appreciate yep. Using your punching ring, let's say. <laughs> right. I gotta mention this too. I'm defending um, myself. <laughs> defending myself. <laughs> um, so this is also scored by Alan Silvestri. Um, how did you guys feel about the score? Uh. I- I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah what's well, weird? Elvin says she did the score for Back to the Future. Obviously, we know this. Uh, and some scores to like uh, Death Becomes Her, which is a great score. Uh, but like this thing is just like, I don't remember too much at all about it or anything about it. It's just a score that exists. And there's like, moments that there man. seems like there should be something and then there's nothing there. Like the right. scene where he kicks the air and the shoe falls and said, there's a couple more scenes I saw like that that I was like, Huh, it's weird that they're not adding anything to this to kind of indicate what you know what the feeling's supposed to be out of this. They're leaving it kind of ambiguous, maybe intentionally, but it just seemed very out of place. Yeah, uh, right, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's uh, Sylvester's move or not, but if it's I don't his know call, either. I don't think Elva, I don't think Sylvester knows his moves at all because he's so preoccupied with mm-hmm. his moves he made in Back to the Future. I don't know if he ever really understood. Any of his moves because he only tried to cre- recreate that theme in some weird way. And I was looking for that that Back to the Future theme in here somewhere. It never came up. But like he for the longest time in the eighties and the early nineties to mid nineties, always try to always trying to recreate that sound. I'm like, he did who friend Roger Rabbit, dude. That's yeah, that's that's a, that's a great score though in Roger Rabbit. Though. Force comes pretty decent too. I remember that one. Being it's too whimsical. Good. It just seems like he's jerking himself off the whole time. It's just it's weird. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, isn't that? Every artist sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Good like, point, Mike. Good like, point. I like, okay. I have to I have to interrupt with a totally well semi unrelated point since you brought up Back to the Future and remakes. Did is it just me or did you guys see that they're making another Back to the Future, Back to the Future Four? Well, from what I understand, Robert Zemeckis said like there will never be a remake made until he fucking dies. Yeah. So until he dies, yeah. He's, 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 con- he's he contracted. all the rights. Yeah, yeah he's no, contracted. Yeah. Whatever the first is- trailer dropped already, didn't it? Stevie? No. But it's not a Wait, remake. What? Fourth one. Michael J. Fox is in it, and so is Christopher Lloyd. The trailer it's, that I wait, saw. I, I what? It's a deep fake. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It's got to be because, like, Zemeckis has been so, like, Outspoken, like there's Very never this. ever yeah. ever gonna be a remake until the literal day I die. So I die, yeah. So I, man, holy shit, I have no idea. Like, uh, fucking I, Stevie, I, I, I kind of hope that's true, but also kind of don't at the same I time. Mean, that it looks. Why do you fuck with the perfect thing? It you know, looks good. It, Sorry, 
I mean, it looked okay. I'll see if I can't find the thing and send it to you, Jeremy, so you can see what I'm talking about. But I, like, I don't know if it's real or not. Well, we gotta, well, well I know they did like the right theme now. park rides. I know there were some videos. Well, I know they did like some like recent theme park kind of thing videos, shit like that. But man, if it's a new movie, holy fuck, my <laughs> interest has peaked. You know, fucking the Himalayas. Because <laughs> I'm inclined to say, well, that's trash. Don't even. Like, I no. agree. I think it's gonna be awful. It kills me. But uh-huh. you know, yeah. Okay. Maybe we got deep faked. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I you're see right. nothing here uh, at all for this. Okay. Jeremy, uh, I just sent you what I saw. What I'm seeing here. What I'm seeing here is Michael J. This is from. This is from May fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Michael J. Fox says Back to the Future reboot doesn't uh, need to exist, but do what you want. I got paid already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's at least moving in the right direction. That's the Michael G. answer. <laughs> Jeremy, look at your uh, messages on Instagram and just watch what I sent you because okay, it, gonna, I, don't know what it, like, I don't even know what this is. Like, I think I think it's probably like fanfic or something or other. And it looks. It could good. be a concept trailer. It could be uh, one of those deep fakes. It could be. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is buddy. I'm this is trash already. I can tell you oh. immediately. This oh is, man. Yeah, I think is, it got me is, too. It got me. This is me cut. Too. This is cut in a way that that's gonna just. Yeah, this is not. Oh man. Yeah, it's a, it's like a fan film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, again, I'm I'm with Mike. Uh, this shit won't happen until Zemeckis is dead, and also not just Zemeckis, but the, what's his what's his name, Mike, the guy who co-wrote and co-produced. Forget his name, uh, but like he's also said the same thing. He's like, I it ain't gonna happen until I'm dead I, too. I'm so, not even sure. I, th- I thought it was just uh, Robert Zemeckis, but let me double check. Hold on, back to Bob Gale, maybe. Bob Gale, that's yeah. Bob Gale, yeah. you yeah. fucking Tron with the fucking solid answer. Hold my friend. Bob right, Gale right, okay. also produced uh, 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 Tulsa Crypt together, and that's why there's, oh, there's that's why there's no Blu-ray or Ultra 4K or anything on, on that shit too, because like they haven't decided when to do that. It's like a James Cameron situation. Huh. So, yeah, they hold a lot of rights to a lot of this shit. So, yeah, that's why huh. none of this stuff is happening. Money, yeah, money, yeah. And also, I think the, they're just either that or they're trying, like uh, trying to figure out the right time, kind of like Cameron, or maybe they're lazy like Cameron. <laughs> I'm not sure one of those two. Huh. Uh, but I've also read a lot of things on the new True Lives uh, 4K. And a lot of AI apparently is apparently in it, so I don't know. So yeah, yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll send you the uh, the Joe Blow article. Apparently, there's a lot of like AI sort of like smoothing stuff and <laughs> the new. Oh, God, it's really gonna 4K. really suck going forward. All this AI yeah. shit. Uh. Welcome to Skynet, bitches. Exactly. <laughs> wow, the, fuck, the thing he wanted to prevent, he fucking let it happen. Like, <laughs> Where's John Carter? <laughs> Where's John Carter? Kyrie. <laughs> I asked the day if they had even seen Terminator. I'm like, do you understand how serious this AI threat is? Have you seen Terminator? Like, I don't know. You haven't seen it? I'm sorry to watch all of that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry, the first two. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. That's you haven't seen response. Terminator. My cousin hasn't seen Terminator. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, when other people tell me they have not seen Terminator, my response is, "You're the reason that we have AI, and it's going to kill everyone." Ah, perfect. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely on, spot Fuck on. You sure. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was coming. Well, I've never seen anybody I've seen Terminator. Like, Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, I feel like everybody. No, I know. Is. That's what I was saying. I was confused. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is a. I think it's a. I think it's a good movie to watch on for Christmas or Thanksgiving. I think it works for both. I mean, I think it's a good. Um. Uh. I. You know, I'm with Mike. Uh. I love a good on the road movie. Um, and it hits all those points, uh, kind of like Steve was saying before, like this, like, like, you know, g- growing to understand each other, growing to love each other. And it's a classic thing, a very classic thing in the eighties d- to do. And I kind of, I really miss it, honestly, uh, because we grew up with this kind of shit. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, for what it is. I think it's a really well-made movie. Um, uh, I don't think it's a forgettable, forgettable movie. I think it's a, a pretty 
uh, I, I remember. I'm gonna remember it for. I, I obviously remembered it now because I was grew up as a grew up watching it as a kid. But like, it's a a, a good fun movie. I think, and it has a good sort of heart behind it. Sure. Uh, even though John Hughes has said the same fucking shit over and over again, I still think it's a different version of that, and it works this way. So. Yeah, when 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 you and D were out, uh, I was talking to Stevie about it's crazy how hard it tanked, uh, and she brought up a good point. I mean, and I was like, just because of Ebert, and I was like, man, that's. She said, you know, this, this really good point is that they kind of did just control how films were going to do at that point in time. Right. Exactly. And yeah. also with the John Hughes project, it's projected to be like that, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though he, even though he, even though he didn't direct it, I mean, it looks like he directed it. I mean, there's a lot of scenes that look very much like the way he would direct scenes. I mean, at, at times Doyle looks yeah, like Macaulay Culkin, like the way he's dressed, yeah. like it's wild. So, right. the formula is there. The formula is there. It just, I, I, yeah, it tanks for other reasons. I think, uh, otherwise, a pretty feel good movie. Uh, I don't know. Was this peak? Married with Children at this one is it ninety one? This is like mid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay. Too, yeah. 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 Okay. He had a good run in the early nineties for this sure. Is pretty Little Giants, which I still love. Oh man, love Little mm-hmm. Giants. Love it. Love Little. It is pretty Little Giants, so yeah. But yeah. Big little sleeve that on too. Ready, break. <laughs> Embedded <laughs> in my brain. Love it. And I'm, I would assume that Ed O'Neill's also in uh, some episode of uh, Miami Vice because everybody everybody was in Miami Vice back in the eighties. So he's definitely some sort of cocaine dealer or some sort of like undercover cop or some shit or some DA or whatever in Miami Vice. He's but, the disappointed quarterback who had that one great fucking game but had to turn to selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I have to mention though, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is the scene where like um, those those two security guards catch them, and they they beat up Ed O'Neill, and, they, and then uh, Ethan Embry just like like pulls the gun, and like uh, Ed O'Neill's like like, hey man, like look, Pete, Pete, no killing man, don't kill him like the guy you killed before man. Remember that guy you killed? He's like what? Oh, yeah. He's like you killed that guy. Remember? He's like oh fuck. My guy grabs his head and he's like it's a, it's a fucking hilarious scene. <laughs> Hey, listen, how about, instead of how about you instead of killing these guys, we find a nice hotel you burned down. He's like, oh, all right, sounds pretty cool. He says motel. He's got that big ass smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> smile, dude. Just yeah, like we reminisce about Polk High and his fucking touchdown, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but sadly enough, Ethan Embry will always be the fucking weird weirdo stalker guy from. I can't, uh, I, I can't hardly wait. So sadly, it's what it'll always be known for, for me at least. But that's uh, fine. I love that. This is how it so is. Much. That was like a growing age move for me. So yeah, me it's too. Terrible, but I still like it. I, I like. We have to cover it one day on the podcast because it's just one of those movies we grew up with. So we have to watch it. And uh, traveling in a concrete uh, tube that's supposed to be for like the sewer drainage. Man, yeah. it's old as fuck there, man. I got, I got to tell you. Right, see old as fuck. So. Yeah, well, there it is. I mean, there's Dutch. It's a fun movie. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll say that. Uh, I don't think it deserved the hate it got. Uh, Good shit. Yeah, it's passable. I'll say that. It was enjoyable, certainly. I agree. I'd even rewatch it if it popped up. The whole thing, even. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The whole thing. (laughs) Take that, Ebert. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck you, man. He's so angry <laughs> every time. Airheads, he hated. Who hates Airheads? Yeah, he hates everything. He's God, a, really. Oh, he's uh, sorry. So, he looks like like a like a curly mushroom. <laughs> 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 Fucking spot on. <laughs> like, for a guy that looks like that to just be so nasty, like, so sour. Yeah. <laughs> When you should yeah. be so buttery and smooth. <laughs> right. Here's a stroke. Fuck. I, I mean, I'm bad guy. Yeah. The most interesting part about like like the, the when you when you figure out that you like do not trust the man who we've already said before he gives a star off because of a fucking bear, but also a man who's like, um, you know what, Anacondas? It's a four star movie. Great movie. I'm like, what? Like. Huh? <laughs> And a con does with the trying Johnny's to date Jennifer Lopez. I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm like, kidding. Like, I do. I love that movie. I just kidding. me too. I but I'm. It's like, like I, I don't know. Like I'm confused no, about what's going on. 
Did the throat, did the throat cancer was it coming early? I mean, what happened? I'm not sure. I mean, delusional? Like <laughs> chemo? Maybe, maybe he had one good insight at some point. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess I don't know. I like Minicon. It's not that bad. It's like compared to all the fucking popular, you know, superhero movies. This is that one's not bad at all. God, sure, no. Hmm. Uh, but um, anyways, uh, Cuz, I'm gonna call you Cuz. Thanks you so much for being on the show. It was a blast having you on here. Thank you. I had a blast. Cool. Good. Yeah, Stevie, it was awesome <laughs> having you on. Welcome. Please come yeah. back. Yeah. Please come back. It was awesome having you on. Thank It'll you. Be great. Well. Cool. Will you come back, please? <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, come back. Stevie, <laughs> <laughs> come back. <laughs> you All about it. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Uh, just saying, you can pay me. I'll definitely come back. <laughs> we pay I'll ourselves send you some with chocolates love. or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, but it, or I me, mean, I pay you in compliments. I'll do that. I'll just that's what I'll do, and then hopefully that works out well. No, uh, I'll take it. We're what we call the working class podcast. <laughs> we are the working class podcast. We are the broke as fuck podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but um, again, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Um, again, happy holidays, man. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever you celebrate, please uh, have the happiest of times and, and just have a great time and have a great time with family, man. It's what it's all about. So um, uh, from from our family to yours, dudes and ladies, dudettes, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. And we love you guys. And Happy, happy, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Take it sleazy. Bye. And don't make me punch you so hard your dog bleeds. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Don't be a piece of shit. Later. Excuse me. I know that what you were saying to Natalie was personal. I understand. I'm involved with it now, so this is personal, too. You hurt her and I'll hit you so fucking hard your dog will bleed, okay? Nice meeting.